Buenos dias from Gardner's Bay. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update for the week of September 30th, 2021. Our job? Simple. In 10 minutes or less, tell you what's been happening for the week. Every single week, this week included. So here we go. On Saturday, the 25th of September, an anti-immigrant march in Aquique in northern Chile culminated in the burning of the belongings of a group of Venezuelan migrants sleeping in the city's main square who had been evicted by the police on Friday the 24th of September. This raid resulted in 14 people being detained. The burnt belongings included tents, mattresses, clothes, and toys of the migrants who are concentrated in Iquiqua as it is a border city and they access it through an illegal crossing. From the United Nations, the president of Guatemala, Alejandro Giamatei, denounced Wednesday, the 22nd of September, that 95% of the narco aircraft that arrive in Guatemala and its neighboring countries leave from Venezuela. And despite the fact that since 2020, more than 15 drug trafficking networks have been dismantled and more than 2,000 people related to these acts have been arrested, he requested support from United States President Joe Biden to strengthen the fight against drug trafficking in the region. Meanwhile, in Mexico, the third round of dialogue between the government of Maduro and that of Juan Guaido continues without clearly defining the agreements they have reached. On Saturday, the 25th of September, the government of Juan Guaido was stood up by the delegation of Maduro, who did not attend the scheduled meeting. And although they did not give an official reason why, Delcy Rodriguez, vice president of Venezuela, assured on her social networks that she would not sit down to negotiate at a table led by representatives of the United States, such as James Story, U.S. ambassador to Venezuela. Subsequently, the de- delegation of Maduro arrived in Mexico. However, so far they have not offered explanations on the agreements reached in this round. In oil news, a shipment of more than 2 million barrels of condensate supplied by the National Iranian Oil Company, NIOC, to Venezuela's PDVSA, the first in a swap deal between the state-owned companies, began unloading this week. PDVSA and NIOC have agreed on a medium-term contract to swap Venezuelan heavy crude for Iranian condensate in a pact aimed at boosting Venezuela's flagging oil exports amid U.S. sanctions. Ad hoc administrative board of Petróleos de Venezuela, PDVSA, appointed by Juan Guaido, released a statement informing that in April of this year it hired the services of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company to evaluate Citgo's options in the face of several creditor claims. PDV Holding Incorporated's assets are protected until the 21st of January 2022 by a license from the Treasury Department's Office of Foreign Assets Control. OFAC. After that date, the fate of the refinery hangs in the balance due to the lawsuit of several creditors demanding the payment of the debt. The value of Citgo is estimated at almost $8 billion, and the value of the claims against it at $7 billion. 
the ad hoc board assures that the options derived from the exploration process were submitted to the Energy and Petroleum Commission of the National Assembly 2016 to 2021 for its consideration and approval. Meanwhile, the opposition political party, Primero Justicia, gave up control of the economic assets that Juan Guaido had given them. Quote, Given the lack of receptivity from Juan Guaido and the representatives of the interim government responsible for this task, especially from the party Voluntad Popular, we announce our decision to no longer participate in the spaces that attend to the matter referred to assets abroad, unquote, asserted Primero Justicia in a statement where they also showed their disagreement for the way in which these assets are handled. Within Venezuela, a new peak of COVID-19 infections has been registered in recent weeks, with more than 1,200 cases per day, infection numbers are the highest since April of this year. Although the government has issued official figures, several NGOs claim that the increase of cases is much higher than the government figures reflect, and that proof of this is the crowding of hospitals, both public and private, with cases of coronavirus. Despite these figures, the government of Nicolas Maduro has called for the restart of classes at all levels under the 7x7 scheme, meaning one week on-site and one week virtual. In addition to this, on Saturday, September 25th, Nicolas Maduro decreed a broad relaxation of rules for the months of November and December in order for the economy to grow and for people to be able to share with their families during the Christmas season. Despite the fact that the vaccination process in Venezuela has been slow, a new batch of the second dose of the Sputnik V vaccine against COVID-19 arrived on Monday, September 20th, at Maiketia International Airport to immunize the Venezuelan population, informed the Russian ambassador to Caracas, Sergei Melek Bagdasarov. Many Venezuelans are still waiting for the second dose as they received the first one during the months of May and June. And as a result of the news of the arrival of the new batch, many vaccination centers were filled during the week, exhausting the doses. In the political arena, on Wednesday the 22nd of September, it was reported that Venezuelan political prisoner Daniel Pata who was detained for four years in the dungeons of the Scientific and Criminal Investigation Corps, CICPC, in Tovar, Merida State, was released following the reform of the Organic Code of Criminal Procedure, COPP. Pata was imprisoned for political purposes after his participation in public demonstrations against the regime of Nicolas Maduro and accused, quote, for serious crimes he did not commit, unquote. Although he had been acquitted of charges more than a month ago, the prosecutor in the case stalled his release, and it was not until Wednesday the 22nd that Daniel Pata was finally able to enjoy full freedom. On Thursday, the 23rd of September, Cardinal Urusa Sabino passed away. This Catholic figure was one of the most important in Venezuela during the last years as he was a strong critic of the late Hugo Chavez and the current president, Nicolas Maduro. Urosa Savino passed away due to complications derived from COVID-19 at the age of 79. 
the Venezuelan Professional Baseball League, LVBP, season for the 2021-2022 calendar will have 40% of the capacity in the stands of the stadiums to allow for the 40% seating capacity in this year's and next year's baseball season. All stadiums scheduled for games will allow a limited number of fans for each game. The regular season is scheduled to begin on the 23rd of October and continue through the 22nd of December. Likewise, the round robin is scheduled for the 27th of December through the 16th of January. That's it for this week. If you like the show, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Let us know your thoughts and ideas. Please leave a review, or you can also send us an email with your recommendations or questions to podcast at rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima semana. 